When you read the prophet Isaiah, you'll notice that he speaks about a day that is coming. A day that is coming. And this is why he will often begin a paragraph with the phrase, and on that day. And as you look at those phrases in the paragraphs that refer to this future day, you can piece together the hope of Israel, the hope that lay in the heart of every single Jew, the hope for a new future. David's kingdom had been destroyed. It was nothing more than what looked like a dead stump. But on this day that is coming, a shoot shall sprout from the stump of Jesse, which means that there's going to be a new king and therefore a new kingdom. And this king is going to be an anointed of the Lord, a Messiah, a Savior. He is going to establish a new Jerusalem. There's going to be a new temple. This is going to be a day of atonement, of profound redemption not only for the holiness of Israel, but which will extend to the whole earth. The whole earth will be filled with the knowledge of God, with the glory of God's holiness. I love some of the images that is used in the prophet Isaiah to speak of this future day. They will beat their swords into plowshares. Their spears will be changed into pruning hooks. The wolf will lie down with the lamb. The leopard will graze with the kid. The bear and the, um, the cow, hard to keep those animals straight, will be neighbors. In other words, it will be like a new garden of paradise, a new Eden where there will be no more violence, war or hatred, only peace, only harmony. As I read this, I couldn't help but think of Martin Luther King and his dream. I have a dream that things can be better. I dream of a day when there will be no more prejudice, where no one will be judged by the color of their skin, where there will be the end of racial violence and hatred, that unjust laws can be changed. I have a dream of a better world. 
a better life. You and I know this because in your heart and mine, we all have this dream. We dream that our lives can be better, that the relationships in our families, between neighbors, can be much better than they are now. There are so many things that are broken in our world, so many injustices, and we would love to see them made right. This is why everyone was flocking to John the Baptist, because they could hear in his teaching that the day promised by God through Isaiah was now here. God's anointed was close at hand. That this new kingdom that was only a dream for centuries is now possible. And so John says what? Repent. Repent and prepare a way for the Lord in the wilderness. This language would have conjured up in the mind of the Jews coming out to John the memory of that first exodus. When God made a way for Israel, delivering them from slavery in Egypt, and making a way through the waters that parted into the wilderness to a land of blessing that God promised. And in that desert, as we recall, there was a, a necessary part of this covenant relationship that God was establishing, the giving of the Ten Commandments. The giving of these commandments was absolutely necessary because just as if a wolf is going to lie down next to a lamb, you first have to take out what is savage and violent in the wolf. If Israel's going to enjoy a new relationship with God, that will result in many blessings. Those first three commandments reveal the things that are in the way. Prepare a path for the Lord. Idolatry, forgetfulness of God, irreverence of his name, and many other things have to be removed. And if Israel was going to enjoy a renewal in relationships with one another, those other seven commandments reveal the things that stand in the way. Pride, anger, lust, greed, envy, jealousy, hatred, all forms of selfishness, Prepare a path. 
Repent and clear away all these things. If you want the dream and the hope to be realized. This is why the way through the wilderness, that path, was more about the path between hearts. Their heart and God's heart and their hearts between each other. The only thing standing in the way is right here. This is why we need Advent. Because the renewal that we want, we want to love our families so much better. We want to improve relationships between neighbors. (laughs) America is known as a country that doesn't know its neighbors. It's all too true more than we'd like to admit. And again, Advent is not just for our personal holiness. The reason why God wants to make straight his path into our hearts is so that we can make straighter paths in this world to realize the kingdom of God, to extend the reign of God, the way of the gospel, that you and I, for example, can participate in a number of missions, the respect for all life, to encourage respect for most, the most vulnerable of human beings, to do what we can to feed the hungry, clothe the naked, give homes to the, to the homeless, to help promote programs that provide clean air and water that is not contaminated, to encourage programs that give work and jobs to people and to earn a fair wage, to promote peace so that people do not have to live under tyranny, the constant threat of war, to promote things that can realize solutions for immigration and so many other things. This is why John said to the religious leaders, it's not enough that you say that you are children of Abraham. That's not going to save you. Give forth evidence, evidence of your repentance Evidence that your life is changing. A translation in modern times, it's not enough for us to say that I've been baptized as a child. It's not enough to say I grew up in a Catholic home, that I went to Catholic school. As good as those things are, this will not save us unless we give evidence that God can see fruits of our conversion, signs of a living faith. This is why Jesus comes with fire and the Holy Spirit, a fire that purifies, 
a fire that inflames a zeal in us to extend the reign of God in very real and concrete ways. The hope in your heart and the hope in my heart to realize this dream of God, a new Eden, a garden of paradise, a land where justice flourishes, is in the heart of Jesus, and it needs to come from his heart into ours and from ours into the world. This is the vision of Advent. (laughs) This is why we need this season. Let's put flesh into it. Let's give it shape. Let it not just be a dream. Let's together make it a reality. Amen.